0: Big cousin, so tell us a little about
1: yourself, Juanita. Okay, hi. Um, my name is Juanita Wallace. As Niaja said, I'm her cousin on her dad's side. Um, I'm an educator. I I teach um on I do online learning with adult education. I have one daughter. Um, I'm a single parent. I like singing, listening to music, reading.
0: Okay.
1: I also love swimming.
0: Swimming? I did not know you can swim.
1: <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so tell us, what is a book that you've been reading lately? What have you been um Enjoying
1: what book? So, um, right now I'm reading Back to Eden. It's sort of a book that deals with um, some natural remedies. I'm thinking of, um, you know, getting knowledge into utilizing more natural foods and natural products and sort of understanding the benefits that they have on the body. So, okay, see I'm at right now. Yeah.
0: Back to eating that. That sounds wonderful. So is there one particular thing that you've learned that you started implementing?
1: Yes, I've learned about the use of lemon, that lemon is is' acidic, but it's it's actually alkaline when it's intake into the body. And so it, it, transformed. it changes the entire acidic atmosphere within the body into alkaline. And um, in that atmosphere, the enzymes and hormones and everything actually work better. So I've been trying to use lemons a little bit more. I, um, I usually do like a lemon water when I get up first thing in the morning, just like three drops of lemon in some warm water. And I would drink that as a method of cleanse okay Yeah, and
0: I'm curious I'm going to give that a try tomorrow to see how I feel but I know you have to do something consistently in order to see progress so I have to ask you when why did you decide to take this route what was something that you saw in your mirror that you wanted to, that caused you to go down this path to being conscious of what you're eating and natural products and the remedies of it and the benefits of it. Like, what caused you to go down that
1: road? Well, I've just, you know, turned 40 and begins, you know, counting down and. <laughs> you're laughing at me, (laughs) you know, as you get begin to get older, you see certain changes within the body. You start to, you know, feel maybe a little bit weaker um, in performing activities, maybe just, you know, natural walking or daily duties within the home. You know, you start to have some little aches and pains. Um, Of course, you see the, the, the wrinkles and the changes as well. And so I decided that, you know, I can help myself in this aspect instead of using um, prescribed medications because I believe that when you use the medications, there's always a side effect and then you have to have another medication to remedy that side effect. And so I've decided to start looking at natural routes that I can use to assist in those areas. I'm not saying that the aches and pains completely go away or the aging process, you know, stops. It still continues, but it at least helped to boost my body so that I can actually function, you know, as if I was still 20.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I, I see it as a proactive measure. Like, okay, things are changing. And therefore, let me pivot and change some of the things I'm doing so that long-term and even in the present moment, I can experience my best by putting in the best that I can give to my body. I I like that. I, I like that. I really appreciate that. I've been trying to... like be more intentional with what I eat how I eat um, right. some of the things that you know paying attention to if I eat this food how does my body react like I know eating pasta and my body doesn't go together I eat pasta and I get really tired I, I move slower it, it just doesn't work well for my body so I had to eliminate that and really start adding things that would give me energy and make me feel alive and not sluggish and weak. So kudos to you right. for doing that. So, Thank you. You're welcome. So I want to ask you like what was some of the things that when you when you reflect on you and where you are, where you, where you were? and where you are now. Like, what are some of the negatives um, that you've had then, that you've brought into your present, and what are some of the things that you've let go, if any at all?
1: Okay, I'll I'll deal with one of the negative. Um, I'm sort of an introvert, a bit. Uh, Quiet, lay back. I mean, I do speak my mind, but I'm I'm that person that would, you know, sit in the the, the sideline to some extent. I've always been that. I don't know if it's attributed to me being a middle child, but I've always, you know, been that person. And uh, as a result, I've witnessed that people who are more outspoken and aggressive or even angry at some point, tend to get what they want in society. Mm-hmm. So one of my aspirations was to um, develop some anger. Wow. You know, it. it yes, it, it would take me a while to get upset or angry. And so I actually started to um, research ways of how I can become angry or get upset really easily so that I can actually get what I want. Not only, um, let's say within the home, but even in society, you go into um, an office and you appear to be a little too quiet or lay you tend to be brushed off. Hmm. So I wanted to get that perspective of being aggressive, of being angry, of, of um, coming in and just, in court bulldoze everything in order to get what I want. And then, you know, as I grew older, and of course I, I began to read the Bible, I think somewhere in Proverbs, they talk about um, being angry and foolish. I can't remember the exact quote. And, and when I thought about this, I was like, really? So what I was actually wishing for is not really a characteristic that people want. And so I, I um, as as one of the negative things, I've decided that I need to be comfortable with who I am, mm-hmm. and um, and instead of being angry, I I sort of look at ways of how I can be more assertive, like maybe um, smile a little bit more, or greet people a bit more pleasant, or uh, dress in in a particular way that express that I'm a bit more assertive than actually appear to be angry. So that was one of one of the negative that I have um, encountered and and dropped. Um
0: I'm sorry go ahead finish
1: no, I was going to say that with, with, with the positive, one of the things that that I always use was the text um, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So that was also one of my rock in, in most of the situations, negative experiences that I've had in life, um, even going through school, um, marriage, family, I've used that and, uh, you know, rest on the faith and the assurance that God is going to take me through this particular situation once I depend on him because he is my strength. And so I've I've been using that and I, I try to share it with others as well so that they can know that, you know, you don't have to face this by yourself. You don't have to look at yourself and feel weak. Because once God is your strength, then there's nothing to worry about. Amen. So that's one of my positives that I've been using.
0: Amen. I love, I love mm-hmm. that. Like, um. so I don't know if this one is the scripture in Proverbs that you looked at, but there's one in Proverbs 29, 22, that says people who, qu- People with quick tempers cause a lot of quarreling and trouble. And that will definitely change my perspective in seeking after developing the, the, the emotion of anger. To mm-hmm. get your point of view, I love that um, you recognize that and you change. Like you, trend, you took something that you thought would be right. And when you realize, when you got knowledge of, wait, this is not something that I should want to reflect. It's not an attribute that I want to take on. And you, mm-hmm. you made that tr- conscious choice to, to say, no, how can I still get... The result I want, without taking on an attribute or a characteristic that doesn't reflect who I really am, but doesn't reflect Christ or what you believe in, and just thought of just a simple smile more, like showing yourself friendly. Yeah, I love that, and changing the way you present yourself, and a lot of the time, you most people won't think, okay, let me pivot me. Let me change some the way I am approaching things. And so I must ask, mm-hmm. has that worked for you being um, a little more friendly and assertive? Have you found that to be um, beneficial?
1: Yes, at times. You know, it okay. doesn't work 100% because, you know, at the end of the day we are still dealing with individuals who are fallible and um sometimes it doesn't matter you know how nice you appear how cordial you are you might still find someone who you know project that negative factor towards you but it it has it has worked on occasions and even if the individual have, um, you know, expressed negativity, mm-hmm. I will still just pause and smile and then right. greet them and like, so how are you? How was your day going? And most times people you don't stop to ask those questions. And the person might just uh, relax. And some people actually open up and talk. And some people will say, oh, you know, I don't want to talk about that. And like, how can I help you today? So it do change um, their perspective and, you know, their approach to some extent.
0: I love that. Oh, the fact that a way that you change your mirror, you change your environment is simply by taking the time to invest in others. Um, Mm -hmm. The Bible tells us that people with hot temper do foolish things, but wise people remain calm. Like, even if someone is upset or angry or, or has that negative um, frame of mind in that moment, you don't have to meet them where they are. You can come mm-hmm. as um, the calm because you see them, the rage within them. You can c- come with the calm that's within you and just mm-hmm. ask, how are you doing? And generally yeah. take the time to listen. I think that oftentimes we ask someone, like, how was your day? But it's not so that we can actually hear how their day was. Mm-hmm. We just ask to be polite. And sometimes it's the taking the time to listen that can really change someone's life.
1: That's so true.
0: Because so there, have-
1: there are times when people actually want to vent, but right. they just don't have that opportunity to
0: Awesome, I like that. and I love that you have your your strength in in God and knowing that mm-hmm. you can do all things in Him. So how has that taken that light um, helped you transitioning from from um the plan of parenthood? As a family, with with you know your husband to being a single parent, how has that transition been? How has your mindset changed? And yeah, tell us about.
1: Um, that. Yeah, it it has changed tremendously. It has, um, you know, in in respect marriage and divorce and being single parent, it's its a challenge. I think thats that was one of the toughest periods in my life, maybe one of the toughest experiences I've ever had. You know, people come in and say school is hard. I, I mean, I've been through school and yes, it's hard, but, you know, having seen your family being, you know, torn apart and divided, it, it's, it's tough. And then to know that, there is another person there that you can't reach to some extent, either through anger and frustration, or you know, just I had enough. So having have no having the fact to know that God is there to help me has helped me along the way in the healing process, in the fact that you know I I can achieve this. You know, I, I can do it. Um, I, I, if I make a decision that this is where I'm going to go as well, that we God by my side, we are going to make it. I always say to rain, sun, snow, sleet, whatever, the environmental situation that um, that I face as a result of my decisions, that I'm going to stick to it because God is going to be the one that will take me through it. And trust me, he has worked. That text has worked for me. It has been my source of strength in a lot of um, weak times, a lot of sad emotional times, you know, a lot of times when I'm frustrated as well, because being a single parent is not easy. You know, some, some, yes, the other parent might be there, but you have to take up the role of something of both parents. Um, we also have issues of conflicting parenting mm. where you, you have to then deal with the issue of, um, when the child comes back to me, I have to fix certain things and I put that in quotes. Because, you know, the, the the child is broken. And um, you make one parent counsel this way and another parent counsel that way. And then in the middle ground, you're there trying to figure out how do I reach the child? How do I get, um, you know, get certain things and productivity, you know, and a well-balanced child as well that is not being too emotionally affected or, or psychologically affected out of a, a situation like this. And um, and God has been my rock in that aspect in parenting and in dealing with um, the conflicting with two parents saying and doing different things because we're also looking at um, cultural differences because even though you might we you, we all from the Caribbean because I grew up in the Caribbean my ex-husband from the Caribbean but from different islands and so there are different cultural backgrounds and then you have the conflicting culture and, and ways and of, of how things should be done so in situations like that that's where also I use God and I try to find that middle ground to deal with the situation I don't also, know if that helped.
0: That 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 did because you helped you helped me also like really having to when you're going through a a divorce when there's a transition in the home you really want at the end of the day the best for the child. You want the best for the child.
1: Yeah.
0: Every parent is seeking after what they believe is best for the child and like how do you then do that separately with two different views but you want um Mm -hmm. your child to be strong and 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 feeling confident in their identity and who they are and their values because now they have to choose so how how has that been in the parenting aspect like you know because usually it, it, it's like you know the parents turn against each cause you not to go down that road uh, like
1: it it to te- okay, the process of um, with dealing with the child in that situation has been difficult. I actually have um, a journal with a prayer list that I used to pray for my daughter. I mm. used to do that two times a day. I pray for her to find her identity. I pray for her to develop confidence. I pray for her to find herself. I pray for her to be open and to be understanding and to be trusting. Um, I pray for her to be to be friendly. You know, I had an, an entire list of, of characteristics that I prayed for because I saw her developing um, different personas so that when yeah. she's with me, she's one person. And then when she's with the dad or his relatives, she's another person. And then when she with other family members, she's someone else. And then I prayed so that she can find that middle ground and find herself back. Who who you are as an individual? Who are you? And um, it it took time for her to come back to being that person that she she was comfortable with, or that person that I knew that was within her deep down inside. That um that that I believe that she should be, to be accepted by everyone and not to change into all these different persons to be accepted. Because I, 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 yes, I think that was one of, that's one of the major challenges that I've had in changing because mommy's going to love me only if I'm this person. So I only see that person. But then behind my back, there, there is somebody else that I might not even know.
0: Jesus. that, that yeah, is... So. That, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed. I am amazed because that is strategic and intentional. Having the, the um, spiritual discernment having the eyes to see my child, like you have to step out of you and the the emotional effects of the divorce and all the disagreements. You have to step out of you and really pay attention to your daughter and really see, okay, wait, she's the person that is being pulled different directions. And mm-hmm. this is not, this is not what I want for her. She, And mm-hmm. actually seeking God and writing down and calling those things that you did not see as though they are. You are coming with faith, believing that this is what I want. I want her to behold. I want her to... Be trusting because in a broken home, you will find that children stop trusting in relationships, in love, in, in their parents, and yeah. even in themselves. Um, and for her to be friendly and not change to please everyone, but to actually just be herself no matter who she's But I think the fact that you took time to pray and cover her um, until you saw the manifestation of your prayer. I think that is powerful. I think that is a lesson. Uh, I mean, right now, I'm reading the book, The Power of Praying for Your Adult Children. Um, Right. Stormy. Because I said, wait, I've never parented an adult child before. Wait a minute. This is new territory.
1: Let Mm me um,
0: equip myself. But I really love this strategy. So thank you for sharing that. And Being able to recognize, I I love the message of no matter what you're dealing with as, as a, as a parent, you never stop um, paying attention to your children in the process, because sometimes Mm -hmm. we're so consumed with our own grief, our own pain that we don't even see when our children go down a path of destruction. So I'm so grateful that you were able to recognize it and put a stop to it. So, um, so how about you? Are you like ready for love again? Are you ready to dive in or have you made a decision that you're just good?
1: well there there was a point that i did have that perspective you know that that i'm done um mainly because of, of some of the same battles that i had before and um right and just to go back to the other question before is you know utilizing some of those points or some of the things that i use in um minimizing the fight between the other parents is that I don't, I no longer see you as a problem or you as a center of anything anymore. It's just this, the child and myself. And so um, in, in, in getting to that point, it, I did a lot of self-reflection where, um, I think I had to find myself again first. Because at first I was like, you know what, this is not going to, I'm not gonna get myself involved in a situation like this again. You know, but but as time progressed and I began to find myself, and I, I use that word specifically because in marriages, we, um, we lose ourselves to please the other person. And you know, you, you don't recognize that you have lost you because you would have done so much just to make it happy and make everything comfortable and make it work. That when you you come out of that situation, it's like, who am I? You know, I, um, I realized that, you know, I have problems with like my budgeting. I have problems with, you know, little things, little decision making. And so I had to find myself. And so I took the time to, to find myself back, to be happy and comfortable with who I was or who I am as a, a person. And then I started to um, look at the characteristics of, you know, what were the pitfalls in that situation? Like, why was the marriage ended? What what did I do wrong? And, and then I began to think that, you know what? My daughter is getting older, in you know, like, what am I gonna do with my life? Am I going to just stay here by myself? And so that's when I begin to reconsider um being, you know, love again. And um, and so I start to look for different characteristics within the individual as to who I'm looking for um the second time around, because you know they always say or at least I've heard you know on TV someone said that you know if you get divorced the first time the possibility that there is you know a second and third and I'm thinking if it is that I'm going to do this again then I don't want to go down that route and so I've started looking for different characteristics and yeah so I'm, I, I'll am i try the love thing again <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that. And I love that you mentioned you had to, in order to change your focus from him center to you and your child, you had to first do some self-reflection. You had to take the time and do inventory on yourself. You had to Mm -hmm. look at what did you so I I am curious when you when you were looking at you to find out what did you lose and you you know and what did you need to find? So you talked about budgeting and your decision making. These were things that you realized that you weren't good in and that you had to strengthen. That...
1: These were things I realized that I um that I don't know to do anymore even even to um to cook to make a decision into what am I gonna cook today because if I cook this particular food I know that the person is not going to eat that and if I make that then it's always like a question and a decision it's not like oh I'm gonna make that because we're both gonna enjoy this or um whatever I provide that person is going to appreciate is it's no longer about that it's about, you know what 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 am i doing to please that person so that if it is that there was a budgeting issue and we planned for x y and z and um it didn't go along to what the other person wanted then there were conflict mm. and so even yeah the little things like that so how do i plan my budget to fit into everything that i want now Cause there's no longer, you can't do that, like that anymore. Mm. So little things like that. I don't think you understand.
0: Those, 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 wow, those are big things. Cause I under, I remember, it's like when you're with someone, there is that other party to consider, or uh, you can be redirected one way. Or encourage mm-hmm. another. And, and it's like, now, wait. I have to trust my own voice. I have to trust my own decisions. And right. know that I'm doing it right. And so it's, in that moment, there is no, there is no support. It's just you. And so learning to trust you again. And that's so important for us as individuals to learn how to trust our decision to trust ourselves, because when you talked about, you know, taking the time to look at what did I do wrong? And now if I'm going to embark on love again, what am I looking for? And Mm -hmm. approaching what you want and then approaching love again with the confidence to trust your decision. It's, it's beautiful. And it's not always easy because when we see, oh, like, okay, I'll share something. So there's someone in my life strong as a leader. And I'm like, ooh, I have to submit to that. All right. And, and I'm like, wait, this could be very difficult is he dumb? Like, is he dominant? Like, in, in a way, like, that could be aggressive. If I had a fixed, unhealthy mindset, I would look at that as a reflection of my past. That's, that seemed very aggressive. But because I took the time to heal and understand who I am and my voice, I can can go into that and say oh that's leadership and differentiate the difference so sometimes in order to know if you truly heal from something you have to go through it you will encounter similar traits Mm -hmm. but then you have to have the wisdom to know that's not the same thing Mm, that's That's not the same thing so um I'm so proud of you, opening up to love again,
1: mm-hmm. and know
0: that the world's result is not yours. There's a story in in Luke about the the woman, the widow, and the unjust judge, and she kept going, and she's like, "Rid me of my adversary." rid me of my adversary, rid me of my adversary, rid me of my adversary every day. And the reputation of this judge, he don't care who you are. He didn't respect people. He didn't respect God. And I love that story because many have went before her and failed, but she kept persistent because she knew what she wanted mm-hmm. and her prayer were, her petition was clear And concise and she kept saying it and she was able to get it just frustrated him he's like fine 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 and she was able to get the results she wants and so I believe when it comes to covering our children when it comes to personal growth when it comes to healing from our past and healing um, from our own um, self-infected wounds and going after what we want and trusting our voice, if we're consistent, it will become. It will happen. If we're committed to change, making those small decisions daily will happen because our God is faithful. He is faithful. And he told us to choose life. He tells us to think on things that are pure and lovely. He gave us all the strategy we need to change our perspective, to change our mirror, because the what we need for to cleanse is his word. Amen. And it does it. Oh, yes. So I want to ask you one last question. Sure. And i I. I think I know the answer, but I want you to say it. <laughs> Have you forgiven yourself? Hmm. Because you mentioned that you thought about what you did wrong. You mentioned the change in your marriage and how it affects your child. And I wanted to know, as a mom, did did that make you blame yourself? And if so, have you forgiven yourself?
1: Yes, I have blamed myself. If I've forgiven myself, it's a process. I'm getting there slowly. Um how do I say this. This one is tough. <laughs> you know i i try to to do this um gratitude therapy you know in the process of getting to that point you know in the, um and i i do that quite often in reflecting on the things that i've ha- that i have you know and not so much about um, the things that I've done and past hurts and the things that I've lost and the, the things that I should have achieved and didn't. You know, so I I use that gratitude method of, of healing and ac- accepting it. And I, I believe that that will eventually lead to that holistic forgiveness. But I don't think I have. That's genuinely speaking. You know, but I'm working on getting there. So I I list those things. You know, sometimes the list may change. Um, It may, you know, screw slightly on that side. But, you know, it's, it's just a list of things that every day when I wake up and, I think about this situation and maybe what I should have accomplished and achieved and done and all the changes and the bad decisions, you know, and then I think about, I'm I'm alive today. I have a new chance. I have a new leaf. What am I going to do with that for today? And how is it that I'm going to change myself and, um, start beating myself up and looking at things from that positive perspective that I'm going to give up certain things. Because you know every day when, when I wake up too I see my ex-husband in, in my daughter. You know, and um mm-hmm. sometimes all the little you get flashback of the little uh, maybe hurtful words, or um, or or, or a pain, or, or something, or some situation that may occur, or or maybe even the way she would respond towards me, and I'm thinking, huh, that would probably be something that he would say. You know, there's that genetic thing that is embedded there, that you see all the time, that also reminds you of that situation so it's it's wow. it's it's a slow process but i'm getting there in in forgiving myself and i i know that it's not so much about forgiving myself too it's also about forgiving him and you know and looking forward for a better life and you know still achieve what i want to achieve
0: God wants you to come to him and settle Mm -hmm. and to trust him on the journey. And so, just like that, he doesn't remember that. So just always say I mean. to yourself, I am forgiven. And so, <laughs> I am forgiven. I am forgiven. You are forgiven. Your child forgive you. God forgive you. Your ex-husband forgive you. So you can forgive you. So that you can be able to enjoy life for being here and as you go through this journey I pray that um, the Lord will continue to change your mirror from the inside out and for those of you who listen I want to say thank you And I hope that as you to reflect on where you are and what you want to do in life, that you would allow the, that you allow the Lord to clean you, clean your mirror from the inside out. So thank you, Anita, for being so transparent and so open and honest. And I learned a lot. I learned a lot. And I definitely will be pulling out those prayer points. Um to know how to cover and to do the gratitude therapy. So <laughs> thank you very much. And uh, it was nice pleasure. Okay. you.
1: Thank you for having me as well.
0: You're welcome. <laughs> Take care.
1: Okay, bye-bye.
0: Bye. you mm-hmm.